We are here, no actually, we are here in this new and interesting world. We're in front of a green screen <laughs> because we're about to role play with AI, which we've done before. We did it as a prank where I ran AI role play with Dave and actually fooled him into believing that I was role play narrating, but it was the AI. So it works really well. And that was the free version. So we have paid for the paid version of AI Dungeon. And now we're gonna see how far we can push it with three players, which will probably confuse the hell out of it and see if it's actually gonna lead a decent campaign. So Rob is our uh, master of ceremonies. He is the vessel through which the AI will travel. Yep. And we are the uh, travelers on our journey. You ready, adventurers? Yeah. I don't feel like we've ever been this close before. Do you know how many how many logos are there in one shot? One, two Whoa, more here, here we go. We're actually oh, right. having a sale. You there can get your tabletop time merch 10% off. I don't I don't know when we're going to do it on a sale like this, but we hit 100,000 subscribers and we're trying to get all the resources we can while we upgrade into a new studio. So any merch you get for a discount is going to be a huge help to getting the equipment and the things we need to properly upgrade into our new studio. So get yourself tabletop time merch using the coupon code triple T 100 K links in the description. Details are in the description. It's a huge support to us. Check it out. It's tabletop time. I'm Jazza. I'm Dave. I'm Jen. And I'm Rob. Today we're working on uh, AI one shot part two. So we're going to see how well it goes when it has to try and deal with three separate characters. With our plays, it definitely didn't work out well. So this is going to be really, really interesting. With your, as in with your experiments. Yep. All right, let's go. Yep. Let's see, how, um, let's see what happens. So we're going to start with something I've, I've toyed around with. I, I set my own little scenario. Um, I'm going to give you a very brief overview of what it is, um, and you're going to give me a character name and a description of the character, just so I can key it into the AI in advance, so that the AI has some idea of who you are. I have titled this, The Demonic Mine. Oh, I should also mention that for the purpose of the AI dungeon video, uh, we're not going to be using character sheets. Uh, it's all in your head, yeah. just to simplify the process the a little bit. The pointless anyway. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, and our characters may rapidly change on us. <laughs> yes. And so will the setting. Okay, let's see what um, happens. So I've titled this, The Demonic Mine. Uh, so you three are a group of miners uh, working for uh, the local... Uh, local lord, uh, Lord Oakwood, uh, digging for precious gems in the haunted mine of Zenek. So, before we get started, I'm going to put your name in for your character and a brief description. So, tell me about them. Dave? On the top, uh, okay, Just let me make up the character. Yeah, gotta go for it. I'm James Jenkins, and I'm a short... What is it with you and Jenkins? Well, who else is Jenkins? <laughs> Peter Jenkins. Jenkins. And Leroy Jenkins. Jenkins Dave, Jenkins. he's up with the Jenkins. Jenkins uh, Jen. is a funny name. Jenkins! <laughs> Is it because of Jen? Jen? No, it's just because I think it's a funny name. Sorry to any Mr. Jenkinses out there or Mrs. Jenkinsons. Okay, I want to be Okay. James Jameson. James Jameson, and James I'm James a Jameson? short, like... Is he in news? I'm, I'm five foot five. I'm I'm like a ball of fat and muscle and have beetroot red complexion. James Jameson. James Jameson. And I'm very, very prone to outbursts of flabbergasted rage. Short, fat and muscled man with rosy cheeks. Yes, thank you. Beautiful. <laughs> All right. Jen. James Jameson. Uh, my name is Mary Sue. Oh, my God. <laughs> and you're Sarah from the Jurassic Park one shot. Love it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, I am this boss woman who has come to work. She doesn't play games. She's in it to win it. She's going to strike it rich. They call her the mind master. Yep. <laughs> but I like it. It's, it's Meister, like Maestro. Before we continue... 
I will actually put in a little bit more. Why are you in the mine? Like, so you're working for a local lord. So you've either done something or you're actually there because you need to be paid to live. I heard a rumor that like this is the place to be. Like this is where you strike your rich. This is where you make your fame, your fortune. So I'm in it, and I'm gonna like take okay. what I can get and leave. Okay. Is this what? What era is this? <laughs> you know what? Just to screw with AI Dungeon. My psychologist has put me here as a form of <laughs> anger management and stress relief so that I get my anger out by picking the rocks with my pick. Dreams! <laughs> I love this because what I'm, I'm writing, I'm not going to tell you everything, obviously, yeah. um, but it means that anybody watching this gets to see the little comments that I'm putting in. Alright, I'm Laddie. I'm, <laughs> You're I'm just a, Laddie. I'm He's a, a dog. Are you Laddie? I'm a pushover. I don't know my name, but people just call me Larry, so it's kind of stuck. And I'm doing a Scottish oh. bad Scottish accent whether you like it or not. Oi, Larry! And you have to type it phonetically and <laughs> see what the AI does with it. Oh no, it's like reading the script to Brave. So I'm wait. like, I like carry all the stuff and get pushed around. I'm like, you know, I'm just raised in the mines, get thrown in there. Not strong enough to carry a pickaxe. But so wait, a young lad wow, raised in the mines. I'm a young lad. A young lad. Who in, mainly carries and refills water skins and gets pranked. I'm pretty <laughs> useless, pranked. but I've got nowhere else to go and nothing else to do. I like the canary. Yeah. <laughs> You're the man canary. In the... <laughs> all right, all right. Save. Okay. James, Mary, I and you like, I'm a dog. <laughs> I go save people. You could do that with that uh, dungeon. Just be like, I'm a dog. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. When you're in the next one, I'm going to play an animal. Yeah, that would be actually really Generating story. All right. All right, let's do this again. You are a group of miners digging precious gems from the deep mine of Zenek. While working away, you hear a piteous scream echoing from the lower depths of the mine. The miner next to you says, I wouldn't go down there if I were you. A witch used to live down here, but she was filled with rage and turned into a demon. She sucks the soul out of you if she catches you. The next miner sighs and says, She must have been the old mine boss's wife. I heard that she used to beat him senseless every day. It is probably better if you don't go down there. Did you write this or did it write this? I wrote the first sentence. I need to That sounds terrifying. I'm not going down there. James would like to I attempt to dig a, dig a tunnel to the scream. What are you doing, James? James. I swing my pick towards the screen. I'm getting Rogan roller vibes. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm not Rogan. I'm... Okay. You, James, attempts to dig a tunnel directly down because it won't let me specify characters. <laughs> here, here we go. James begins to dig a tunnel directly down in the, like hopes of, in the hopes of reaching the lower levels without having to go down the dreaded passages where the old witch dwells. After a long break, you begin to dig once again. You've made a huge tunnel network, which is quite impressive, but unfortunately, you this have not reached... really motivated. <laughs> <laughs> what are reached... you trying to get to? But it doesn't reach the destination. <laughs> you have not reached the bottom level where all of the gems are found. You are quite exhausted and covered from top to bottom in dirt and mud. Your shovel also looks like it's about to break. Your inventory is full of cobblestone, and you've got nothing but a bit of coal and some iron to show for it. Lad, I am at peace. What are you on? His, I was here for anger management and I've just dug an entire <laughs> tunnel network. <laughs> so James Jameson is currently uh, experiencing a zen-like state of enlightenment. This James character is quite weird. <laughs> Mary, what do you think we should do? <laughs> the fat controller with a pickaxe. Um, I'm going to take over for James. Mm-hmm. And jump down and continue digging. You're going to keep digging the tunnel. Yeah, uh-huh. Well, I guess I'm carrying the gear, so <laughs> whatever. I give you his old pickaxe. Mary, can you continue digging while I rest? 
I give. You tell her that she can take over, and you sit down on a nearby rock to rest your tired feet. You realize that she may have been onto something earlier when she said that you would probably be better off digging than stomping around with a pickaxe. While you are sitting there, a thought suddenly strikes you. We could use the dynamite. What you mean, this? <laughs> Dynamite would make the digging go a lot quicker. However, you don't want to get into an argument with Mary again, so you decide to keep these thoughts to yourself. You look around and see that somehow your wife has managed to dig herself into a hole while you were daydreaming. My wife? I think what? she's your wife. Oh. She's Mary's your wife. Oh. <laughs> And you've been arguing. And I, I knew I'd get yes, in between. I, I knew I, if I, I sat you. in between you, I'd okay, end up so in the middle of your I'm argument. Not finished yet. There's more. Uh. There's more. Um, she managed to dig herself uh, into a hole while you were daydreaming. She is stuck upside down in a hole which she can't climb out of. You realise that you were tired, too tired to dig her out, and that you need to rest again. Laddie, I hoist out Mary with a rope. I tell you. What are you trying to do, Mary? I say as I pull her out. She's, She's just digging dig directly down like a lemming. I don't know where we're digging, but I'm not sure it's in the direction of those sounds we heard at the start of this. You call upon the miner, your miners to help you, and they comply. You wrap the rope around her and start pulling, but she is stuck fast, so you have to dig her out. After a lot of huffing and puffing, she is pin- finally pulled free. Whee! Okay. Well, that was a colossal waste of time, Mary. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, that Should was we a just colossal... Head? That was a colossal waste of time, Mary. Laddie is beyond angry at this point. You just want to dig for gold and she wants to spend all the time digging a silly tunnel. (laughs) You decide that you'll try to make the best of the situation and suggest that James takes her down the tunnel. You think back to what the miner said about how the demon would suck out your soul if caught. You chuckle and think about the ridiculous nature of these superstitions. I love that this apparently is my idea. I love the idea that, like, (laughs) James and Mary... Why are you wasting our time like this? We're in this network of tunnels, Mary Sue, and stuck when I could be getting my precious gold. It's... And spending time getting away from the ghosts and demons also in the mines. Well, I can tell you for certain there's nothing down that hole, so... Well, glad we ruled that one out. <laughs> we're, uh, we're frivolously mining here. We're probably nobility that don't need to be here. I'm here for anger management. You're here for fun, and you're here trying to make I'm a not living. Nobility, no, I've... no, no, Mary and James. And we're married. So you're just a miner, right? I'm just a miner. And, and I'm a minor, minor. Because we're frivolously I'm, digging I'm tunnels 16. for no reason. It's just our hobby. Because so yeah, honey. <laughs> I just love the one. Honey, <laughs> shall we head towards the screams, honey? I say to Mary. Don't you start arguing again. He's are tight confines. Do you think your blood pressure can handle it? I'm calm. Momentarily calm as an ocean breeze. Alright, fine. I can see why you're I into mining. The one I said It's before. good for his temper. Yeah, it's we head towards the screams and investigate. You are a hard-working miner who does his job. You work for a few hours, the screams steadily growing louder and more frequent. Dusk sets in and the sky turns a reddish-brown. You're in a mine, but the sky is turning brown outside. Reddish-brown, in fact. I'm not going down there. It's getting dark. Is that me? No, no, this is just... I'm oh, just another miner. One of the miners says in a cracked voice. <laughs> Uh, and then James says, we have to keep digging. We need to reach the bottom. How are we hearing sounds if we're making the tunnels that it's coming from? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to say... It's like through the wall of, like, <laughs> thick rock. Just just put in, like, find, find the source of the screen yeah. or something. Yeah. Okay. Because otherwise we're going to oh, spin our wheels. There it is around the corner of this mine. We found the source of the scream. You climb down the ladder and wander down the cave tunnels. A menacing screech is heard in the distance. 
You walk down the caves, making sure to stay away from the caverns with the shrieking sound. The caves are darkening and you can hardly see. Several miners have lit torches which provide you enough light to barely see anything around you. You look in one of the caverns and see a pair of red eyes looking back at you. Throw dynamite at it! Let's do it! Light the dynamite, throw the dynamite. It could be a lost innocent... Throw dynamite at red eyes. Red eyes. It's a bat. You pull out a stick of dynamite and light the wicking. You throw it at the creature, but it quickly bats it away with its tentacles. Oh god, it has tentacles. Screeching and slithering towards you. Panic sets in and you turn around to run, but you drop the lantern in the process. It's getting closer! You One of the fool! Yells. Mary Sue is ruining our adventure! I think Mary should probably just punch it to death. The creature is right, yeah. and it strikes. So I punch it Mary Sue face. punches in the face. With some cover. Surely, well. yeah, yeah. surely this is the right decision. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait. I hope it explodes. Oh, God, we've punched its head off. You attempt to punch the creature, but you miss and hit the wall. It grabs your arm and throws you against the wall. The creature slithers up to you and begins wrapping one of its tentacles around your throat. Mary! You struggle to break free, but it's no use. The tentacle slithers tighter around your throat until finally you succumb to asphyxiation and die. You died! Mary died! I think you can continue. I think you have to slide off. Because... Bye, what, Mary. What, what does James do when Mary dies? Uh, that was my bountiful, beautiful wife. I'm going to bite his tentacles off. Bountiful in a rage. is a word I would never have said to your face describing your wife, but you said it, not me. You attempt to lunge forward and bite the demon, but it catches you with its tentacles. Stop. Are you writing attempt to? No. It's just saying, everything yeah. we're saying, it's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. This is like the worst DM you could possibly have. Because it's just like, mm-mm. No, my story here <laughs> says that the demon beats you. So it doesn't matter what you're doing. You, you attempt to do it. You're not cool enough to beat my epic NPC. <laughs> you attempt to lunge forward and bite the creature. But it captures, catches you with its tentacles and wraps it back around your neck. It begins to squeeze as you gasp for the air that isn't there. The demon slithers away and you fall to the ground. You claw at your neck, but it's too late. You die of asphyxiation, your body lying on the cave floor. Oh no, they were like family to me. I do the only intelligent thing and I run away with my shield protecting my back. The one that was always there, but you never asked about. You're alone with the bad Scotsman, so (laughs) hope you're looking forward to a treat. You run through the halls with the other miners, attempting to avoid getting crushed by the slithering demon. You trip over a rock and fall on the ground. Turning around to inspect what you tripped on, it's a miner. His eyes are gone, replaced by bloody holes leaking blood and fluids. His mouth is bloody and open, tongue hanging out. Ah! I scream and pull out my cell phone. You never said this was medieval. And I call 911. We were all dressed like medieval characters, but... (laughs) I said I was there for my psychiatrist's anger management course. That's not very medieval. The spirits of the dead are speaking to me. (laughs) What the f***? I am so excited. 911, what is your emergency? The operator on the other end inquires. I'm at a mine in Ohio and there is a serial killer here. Please remain calm. What is your name, location, and situation? I am Benjamin Martin. <laughs> hey, you got a name, laddie? I've got a name. Laddie was always a nickname. Yeah. I'm at the James's farm. There's a bunch of dead <laughs> miners here. A slithering demon is chasing us, and I don't know what to do. Have the police and ambulance meet me at the entrance of the mine. I'll be there in one minute. 
We'll send someone as soon as possible, the operator says. You hang up and run to the group of miners. Everyone follow me. The police are coming to get us. You shout. You enter a part of the mine with no tunnels or caverns, just a long hallway. You stop at a wooden door, pushing it open. It's pitch black inside, but you see a box of matches on a table. I turn around and find the exit as fast as possible. <laughs> you scramble to the door and run out of it. Running down the hall, you find another match. Lighting it and illuminating the room, it's a kitchen with boxes of cereal, milk and bread and other junk food. You see a back door in the kitchen made of wood and leading outside. You open it up and leave the house. You see a person standing outside. The mines were all connected to the house. You see a person standing outside, clad in a hooded black robe. Speak, demon. Who are you? In a shaky voice, the robe speaks. I, I, I am the servant of the Lord your God. What is your purpose here? You demand. I am to test the inhabitants of this sinful world. I will grant wishes to those who deserve them. I am Lucifer, the Lightbringer, enemy of Yahweh and his puppet master. Or your shotgun, pointing at Lucifer. He grabs his own shotgun, an infernal weapon with two barrels. <laughs> I had a shotgun this whole time and I didn't use it on the demon. I was saving it for Lucifer. I say, devil, bring my friends back from the dead and you may take my soul. Are you sure you, you wish for me to do this? Yes. Very well then. He smiles. You see a police car pull up to the mine entrance and the miners exit the mine shaft and wave to the police. One cop gets out of the car and approaches your friends, James and Mary. They're alive! Asking what happened. One of your friend points at you and the police officer begins to run towards you. Where's Lucifer? Just sort of chilling there? <laughs> yeah, I can't assume so. <laughs> Alright. Officers, it's Satan! Arrest him! <laughs> oh, I'm excited. The facial expression. <laughs> You're now in a forest. Catch him! You yell as Lucifer runs away. The police officer cuffs you on your left hand and leads you to the car. What happened here? It's Satan. He turned my friends to swine and made me kill them. We'll sort this out at the station, the officer says. He leads you into the back seat of the police car and shuts the door, driving off towards town. I think that's the end of the I think that's, story. I think that's Can it. I try my one wow. line just to see what happens? If you type Satan pulls off his mask and it was James Jameson all along. Like, to see, see if it accepts it. What a twist! Shut up, the police officer says, says. The police car pulls into the sheriff's department. The officer opens your door and helps you out of the car. He leads you inside the building and down a hallway into an interrogation room. He sits you down in a chair and leaves the room, locking the door behind him. You wait 30 minutes before Sheriff Buckley arrives. This is like the after credit scene. He's an old friend of your dad's and has always treated you well. Did you know my father was Satan himself? What? Sheriff Buckley says in surprise. You didn't know my dad's Satan. Or Lucifer or the devil or whatever you want to call him. He's been on our planet for millions of years before even the dinosaurs. He's basically immortal. Sheriff Buckley stares at you in disbelief for a second, opens his mouth to say something, then stops and stares at you again. That explains a lot. Da 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 da! The end. That's amazing! That was so good. Alright, new story. That was nuts! We'll do one, we'll do one more. Okay, there's a pre-made scenario that we can use called Death Island. You were stranded, Death Island. Island. Yeah. stranded on an island filled with cannibals and other dark creatures. How long yes. will you survive? So we're doing Death Island. Yes. We, is this modern Death Island? I feel like, I feel like it should be there. It didn't say. Like. I didn't say. Okay. Dada, who are you? I am not Scottish this time. Welcome to this, the day of my daughter's wedding. All right. Yes. I'm going to be. Yes. My name is Louis. I am a crime lord. 
Gang, I'm a gangster. I was once shot in the throat, which is why my larynx has trouble keeping up with normal conversation. Got a big scar right down here in my throat. Truly, wear a fedora, even though people tell me the time has passed. I like to live in the past, back in the glory days, and I have a neck beard to cover my scar. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm an actual gangster with a neck beard and fedora. Great. And if you put on a bit of weight... Hey, why did I add him three times? Yeah, I'm a little bit... Eating a bit badly. I really like my Italian food. Okay, so I entered your details, and it's like, here are three versions of Louis, and I think it wants us to pick whichever one you want. They're all Louis. They're just different combinations of Louis. I gotta find which one feels right for my character. Lazy, rasp, self-serving, raspy voice, self-serving, violent, bandit, leader of his own gang of murderers with a cyborg arm. I think we'll just go with that. I think that sounds right... <laughs> they got like the Tommy gun. I'm like, okay, my lady. Okay, save. Okay, gorilla. Gorilla. <laughs> Just right. Literally gorilla. a gorilla. <laughs> Generate. Jen, give me your best gorilla. <laughs> yeah, nice. That's pretty good. That was powerful. Yeah, I watched. I that felt that in my tribal roots. Fan up. You know what to do. <laughs> what the. F- this is so detailed! <laughs> Tell me more. Dim yet still cunning, very curious, fearless. Origin, Central Africa. Very strong. The name Kurugugugu is taken from an African tribe. The name is supposedly a reference to the character from the frilled Riki O. Simple clothes, loincloth, and a gun. <laughs> loincloth and a gun! Silverback gorilla, black skin, enormous, stocky, large arms, legs, and a mouth. All right, next. Okay, this one is actually just a normal gorilla. I am so glad we're doing a second round of this. (laughs) Cool, relaxed, determined, calm, adventurous, playful, humble. It's like a dating profile. It's George. (laughs) Likes long walks. Likes long walks on the beach. He lives in the wild. He used to interact with humans, but he's been returning to the wild. He has no equipment. He's a silverback gorilla that is bright green, agile, intelligent, <laughs> relaxed, curious, friendly, determined. Again, dating profile. And the last one is a mellow, happy-go-lucky mountain gorilla. A silverback gorilla who works part-time in the army. He's got big fists and feet. Thick the hunchback, gorilla-like, long arms, male. Which one do I pick? <gasps> the loincloth and the gun are yeah. the African name. Let's pick number one. It's too ridiculous. Uh, Kurugugugu. C-U-R-U-G-U-G-U-G-U. Kurugugugu. 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 The gorilla. You can't talk, you're a gorilla. I feel like a gorilla could say that. If he has a gun, I'm going to assume he can talk. Gorillas can't say anything. Gorillas can't say Alright, Dave, knowing this is going to go crazy. Yes. Who are you? I am Boda. <laughs> Boda, the is, wait, Boda. Is Yoda a space guy? I am Boda. No, I'm Boda. I'm not. Yo- what the hell is Yoda? I'm making an entirely different thing. Green. So tell no, me. So tell I'm me about blue. Boda. I'm I'm two foot tall and I'm blue. The fan tall, this is blue. Amazing. Blue. Gangster with a Tommy gun, gorilla in a suit <laughs> with a long cloth, <laughs> and blue Yoda. <laughs> Boda is a two foot tall blue gremlin with a humpback. He he has four arms. He is a acrobat, magician, and wizard. Spat him at six to seven. Oh yeah, take the four arms away. An acrobat. <laughs> yeah, take the four arms away. I didn't think about that. What's that guy called? Stitch. Yeah, didn't think. What did I say? A magician, an acrobat, and a wizard. <laughs> 
and let's see what happens. Because I want to separate the two. Because not only can Boda do actual magic, but he also is a magician, so he can do like card tricks and like okay. make his like All do right. the hat tricks. And stuff. I like it. I'm Boda. so excited for whatever this is going yeah. to do. You feed it crazy. It normally gives crazy. What, it's does, funny it, what does it do with crazy? I couldn't even gave that much detail for the gorilla. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The first Boda is playful, curious, thoughtful, playful, mischievous. Playful twice. His origin is Orozuru. He runs a theatre company. It's kind and magical. His equipment are a bag of tricks, acrobatic shoes, gown and a pointy hat. He has blue fur, violet hair, two horns on his head, a hump on his back and a heavy leather jacket. <laughs> What's Boda 2? The next Boda, Boda number 2, is sarcastic, witty, arrogant and thinks of himself as a genius. He's from a high-tech magical land, high-tech magical world. Is that the name of the high-tech magical land? Well, it's called high-tech magical land. It's got from a high-tech magical land, comma, high-tech magical world. Yes, their planet is called high-tech magical world. He's a descendant of Merlin from the magical world of Val. Travels to our world in his magic land in order to teach our world magic, and his equipment is a magic wand. He's got baggy blue pants, in brackets, like pyjamas. It's very a red shirt, a blue wizard's hat, and shoulder-length hair. The fan art for all of these is so. That different. just basically describe like Mickey in Fantasia: yeah. blue pants, a red top, and yes. a magic hat. Yes. Yeah. Boda number three is focused, brave, curious, and confident. He's two feet tall. He's an acrobat, a magician, and a wizard. And magicians use spell to offset their physical. I like the blue baggy shorts one, the second one. Fantasia. Where are we at? Second or Fantasia. third? Fantasia. You mean bag, you. baggy blue Girls. pants like pajamas? Fantasia? Are you doing Fantasia? <laughs> I reckon the Fantasia. Fantasia? Fantasia? Yeah. All right. Fantasia Boda. Right. Boda. And he's from the magical. Are we, are we on a team together? I don't know. <laughs> so, you wake up with a dull pain in your head. You look around and see that you're in the middle of a forest. You have no memory of how you got here or where you are. You look around and see nothing but trees and bushes. I'm assuming we know each other, we're like, we're like friends. You have a sword, a pack of spies, a flashlight, a bottle of water, a first aid kit, some food and a sleeping bag. You don't remember anything before this. Wow, boy oh boy. I don't f***ing know what's going on. Oh, it's my good friend, the gorilla, Kura Goo. Did you drink too much as well? You're a lightweight for a silverback. Sorry, I didn't mean to offend you. Oh, jeez, it's... Oh, a... no, I've got my own entrance. Uh, oh, come all right. on. Just okay. me and my friend gorilla in the strange forest. <laughs> Call you Kuru for short. All the Goo Goo Goos really tie my tongue up. I literally wrote, wow, boy, oh, boy. I don't know what's going on. Oh, look, it's my good friend, the gorilla Kuru Goo Goo Goo. <laughs> Let's see what it does. Uh-oh. Is my tummy going You fall over and start making inhuman noises. You quickly crawl back into your sleeping bag. Mm, I, I don't know why I did that. My real name is Hilla. You look up and see a pretty girl with blonde hair and pretty blue dress. She is wearing a silver necklace with a pentagram on it. You notice she has a pentagram or a star of David tattooed on her wrist. She crouches next to you and holds out her hand. I stand up. Aww. I tip my fedora and I say, m'lady. You try to stand up and tip your fedora to her while saying, m'lady. But is that what it said? No, that's what I typed. Well, I didn't write. I didn't write try. It yep. said try. So I think you're about to fail at standing up. It loves making us fail. It does. The AI doesn't know what to do. Alter. We broke it. We broke it. We broke it. No. I wrote you try and stand up and tip your fedora to the lady. Do we t- totally break it? 
you suddenly get hit by a large urn. You sh- you try and get up but you were hit by another one stop trying to be a hero and get up you idiot she yells you stand up and see a large group of people beating up an old man you try to stop them but they attack you instead they punch kick and smack you with urns phones vases and anything they can get their hands on do something jeez summon the they keep throwing urns at me They know urns are my can weakness. You, can you type like Kuruguru tears his way through the crowd? I'm gonna go Kuruguru do something, please. They keep throwing urns at me. I think we broke it. Oh, we totally cooked it. <laughs> you try to say Kuruguru do something, please. They keep throwing urns at me. Shut up, you idiot! If I wanted your city wire wheels, I would have given it to you. The people beat you up for a while before they stop. They leave without attacking you any further, and a small girl walks over to you and says, Hi, I'm Emmy. She shout, uh, She extends her hand to help you up. So, can we get this back on track? Can we, like, literally say, like, Kuru Goo 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 bursts out of the foliage, grabs the girl by the ankle and flings her into the ocean? You can edit the responses to you, by the way, so if the AI is a bit too weird... Not in this version. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no, so- Why? Because we're doing a scenario. And what I'm going to try and get it to do is say, you see Kurugugugu burst through the trees and grab Emmy. And bring her out of the... We don't want Emmy. You see get her out of here. I just want her out of the scene. So I want Kurugugugu to just run in, grab her and go, and just throw her and like she'll just shoot off into the horizon like Team Rocket and then we're You're done You're not meant Emmy. to be part of this. Okay, I did a really long one, so I reckon this might not work. You try to see Kurugugugu... Is that what it said? You try to see Kurugugugu burst through the tree lines in a rage and grab Emmy by the ankle. Kurugugugu smacks her against a tree and throws her into the distance. Wow, that was quite a fantasy. I'm glad I could live through it with you. You start laughing and say, I'm sure we would have been great friends in that reality. I'm sure we would have been great friends in that regard. That was a fantasy. It just revealed that that didn't happen. You and Kurugugugugu just fantasized about doing that. We just You and Emmy. You and Emmy. It, it's putting it stupid Mary Sue in our way. <laughs> all right. All right. No, all right. Trust me. Let me finish. Oh, there's more. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. What is happening? It sure would have, she says with a giggle. I guess I should try and get some sleep now. What time is it? Oh, it's very late. You should get some sleep. Come on over to the sleeping bag, she replies. All right. I've got... This is it. I'm not... Oh, no. This is Emmy. No. No. What is she no, like a little no. girl? All right. No. I'm not having that. Can not do you see, just type this. You watch as Emmy explodes into a shower of gore and Boda is left standing there in, in a wake of magical energy. That'll show Emmy. <laughs> I'm sick of Emmy. Where was she? She's trying to get you into her sleeping bag. Ow! This is sh- Whoa. You try to watch as Emmy explodes into a shower of gore you and Boda <laughs> is left standing there in an aura of magical energy. You try, but... Wow, what the hell did I just think of? You're kidding me. Refresh. Hit refresh. There's a refresh. There's not. There's they not, don't have a there's refresh There's not on this version. <gasps> what can you change to? Oh my to gosh, my save. strange imagination is conjuring these weird things trying to get me off these railroad tracks. Oh, that's nothing. Once my sister had a dream where her mom turned into a clown and she got really mad. Are you serious she says that? Amy replies. I murder Emmy. Yeah, can you just stab <laughs> yeah. it? Yo, shoot Amy with your Tommy gun arm. Yes! yes. <laughs> I shoot I shoot Emmy in the head with my Tommy gun arm. <laughs> I'm picturing the scene from Robocop. Like it's just over. It's like... <laughs> 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 it's complete overkill. 
We're just trying to spend this whole day. We just want Rhoda and so Kurukuru. You also said, well, it's late and I have to get up early tomorrow, so I guess I'll see you later. You say as you lay down in the sleeping bag. Okay, uh, see you later, Hila. <laughs> she waves it up. You try to shoot Emmy in the head with the Tommy gun arm, and you feel a ch- cold chill go up your spine. You look up and see a ghostly figure looming over you with a bloody knife in hand. Oh, sh. You yell as you sit up. You are sweating profusely and breathing heavily. I think your character's doing the same I thing. I think you've got coconut fever. I oh. think you've got coconuts and you just... Wake up, sleepyhead! You hear a voice say. You look over and see Emmy holding a packet of... Is this f- Groundhog Day? <laughs> I'm trapped on an island with Emmy! And, uh, and my name is Hila! What the f*** is happening? Wait, 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 I just want my gorilla and alien friend! Okay, I'm going to try something. Let's just say... You're here. Say, uh... Um, I'm leaving, and then teleport to another planet. <laughs> this is totally accurately doing the narrator doing railroad. Oh, this is the best example of the worst DM in history. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just like they did it. You we finally no, created no. the worst DM in history. No, guys, Emmy's really cool. You just have to get to know her. Stop trying to get rid of Emmy. Emmy's so good. I spent 14 hours writing the Emmy fanfiction. And she's trying to okay, get into a sleeping bag. Oh my You're God. like, um... You teleport to another planet and leave Emmy behind is what I'm attempting. You hear a rustling in the bushes near you. Suddenly, and now it's loading. Emmy bursts out in a sprint. Mm-hmm. Oh! You, she Emmy! She says in a sigh of relief. What's wrong? She asks while p- p- puffing from the sprint. Oh, nothing. I just thought that you were a monster or something. You reply as you stand up. Ah, I see. Silence ensues for a few moments. So, Hila, what do you want to do today? Can I come and beat? Uh, well, can I, I don't can think you, we can bring can you guys in. Wait, we've got to solve how to get rid of Emmy. Okay. This is our I have a new way to mission. get rid of Emmy. So, it, we have these characters and it is making us Hila. Yep. So, we, well, let's just roll with the punches. We are Hila. We lose our character. We lose. We lose our cool That's character. a shame. They're it is a shame. But we got to roll with into the punch. The ocean we've gotten swung at us. And drown We yourself. want to. Our mission is now. We are healer on Death Island, and we are out to kill Emmy. Find a stick and sharpen it. We Dude, say that to healer. Oh, no, we no, say we're no, doing no. that. This is we're a dude. Finding a stick and sharpening. Dude. Hopefully, if something basic. It will let us. No, do. stop saying you try. Do or do not. We're all. Imagine how. Imagine if we got to be. Boda and we got to be Kurugugugu. It's. Uh, I feel like I want to do a one shot with those three yeah. characters. The just sad thing is, it set up the coolest like expectations, mm. and they're just guys. If you would like to see a one shot with Boda, <laughs> Kurugugugu, and Louis, do you know, Louis, do you know, Louis. there are going to be. Slash do you remember <laughs> our? We have different goals, and there's a Patreon goal where patrons create the ca- player characters and NPCs. Mm. So there will absolutely be people who submit their player characters or NPCs. Okay. As but I think if we got a significantly positive reaction, we could just do a quick like a. One episode, one show on with Death those Island. characters. On Death, Death Island. Island with those characters. Yeah. Those yeah. characters. Yeah. Okay. And, and Rob's running it, obviously. The... And Emmy's the villain! She, she <laughs> is the villain! You try and find a stick and sharpen it into a spear. What? I asked what you, what you wanted to do today. Uh, I don't know. I guess nothing really, you reply. You guess nothing really, or you don't know what to do. She asks, I don't know what to do, you reply. She's a serial Do you want to play hide she... and seek then? She asks, yes, yes, you hide, I'll find you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what she says? Wait, we want to lose track of her? Really? Be like, yes, you hide first, and then just... Oh, yes, and then we just run. Forget about it. Just leave. It'll be satisfied that we're finally playing its hide-and-seek yeah. Amy fanfiction. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're, we're like, Death Island, we want these characters. And they're like, AI this narrator's is... like, cool, you're playing hide-and-seek with a little girl. Wait, no! This is also... What's it doing? On it, she says excitedly, she gets up and runs off. Okay. Hey, wait! You say as you try to stop her. You grab your head in frustration. This is. Oh no, wait, no! I thought I said her head. This is. 
This is going to take some getting used to, but you can do it. No, she's gone. She's gone. She's gone. We did it. I fly. We'll just pretend we came across a seaplane. I fly to a different island <laughs> where no one can ever find me. Especially anyone named Yeah. <laughs> we just we just want solitude. Any we came in this for Death Island, now we just oh, want to retire bastard. in peace and quiet. It's so Guess what? Guess what? You try. You try. <laughs> you, you Emmy climbs out of your sleeping bag and says, I was hiding in your luggage the whole time. <laughs> Emmy. Oh, I bet no. you Emmy's in it. What? Here you stare at the spot where Emmy once was. She has to be around here somewhere. She can't have gone too far because you didn't even have time to stand up. Emmy, if this is your idea of a joke, it isn't funny, you say out loud. Still, no response. You then remember, you can make yourself invisible. You would have tried that already if you hadn't just woken up. I think that's can the we end re- I think can this we is just, the ground Can you just click like a restart button on the whole scenario and just give it a quick try again? See if it starts differently. Like everything the same. Just it's, ca- it's caught itself. It's in caught this in an Emmy loop. <laughs> it's <laughs> like you will f- play hide and seek. <laughs> new game. A uh, new game, and then we we'll smash through Death Island as it was meant to be. So Rob is now scripting the campaign setting for Death Island. We can use some of the stuff it gave us because some of us be a gorilla. Like just, just a gorilla. Okay. Yeah, yeah, just be like a gorilla. A gorilla with a loincloth and a gun. I like Kurugugu. At least we've got a gorilla with a loin. A silverback gorilla with a loincloth and a gun. So I think we sort of got to keep the visuals. I feel like I need to keep my tummy. I want. Can I? I want to ditch everything except the blue pajama pants. I want him to be blue and just wearing baggy blue pajama pants. And a wizard. Magician. He's a two foot tall blue gremlin in blue pajama pants with a wand. Can you make Emmy the villain? Yes. Awesome. <laughs> See, at least it gave us material. Going to be crazy. Let's do it. We've done it. We're launching. It's generating story. All right. Beautiful. This is the redemption arc. Watching Rob's expression is like the best it's part great. of this whole game. It's wonderful. You can see it like... It's thinking. He really is the vessel for the AI, and the AI is confusing and infuriating. So I... Okay, so the first sentence is my opening. Boda the gremlin, Kurugugugu the gorilla, and Louis the mobster wake up on an island. In the distance they hear fighting. Emmy, the evil child tribe leader, wakes up on an island and senses they are being watched by hundreds of eyes. The trio begins walking towards where they heard the fighting. You uh, wrote all that? No, I wrote the first sentence. Oh, really? Oh, okay. The trio begins walking to where they heard the fighting, and after a few hours of walking, they realise that they aren't getting any closer. In fact, it seems... To be further away. They argue a bit, then notice a bridge off in the distance. They run to the bridge, and it seems to be miles away. How are we on this strange island? And who are you? I am Boda. What is a Boda? <laughs> I am from a faraway magical land called the magical world. <laughs> and who are you? It's a That is Oh, how did you understand him? I speak. Wow, that is some impressive technology you got. All right, let's go investigate the bridge. Oh, this this is a Tommy gun. This is how I get the ladies. <laughs> I would like to teleport us all to the bridge using magic. That would be awfully impressive. You will soil yourself with this spell, but it is worth it. It is why I wear these slacks. <laughs> My dimples are full. You are teleported by Boda to the ridge. Yay! I did that, that, that was my that was my oh, test. Okay. We'll right, see what happens. Right. A portal opens up and sucks you in. You appear on a ridge above the three. I'm getting too old for this. Boda, we have to get off this island. 
Emmy notices you. Hey! She shouts, looking up at you. Who are you? you I had a dream about this girl. I think we should kill her. Kill her? She's <laughs> oh, You don't answer, but you notice there is a barrier blocking the way off the island. Kuru goo goo goo! Attack her! Rip her face off! With your gorilla claws! Okay, Kuru goo 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 growls. Emmy stands next to him. You don't want to mess with me, monkey! What are you doing? Dibs what I told you to, I hope? Dibs on his armaments if he wins. Kurugugugu puts his fist out and punches the barrier. It makes a squishy sound. Emmy takes a step back, looks at her hand, and Kurugugugu's fist. She's she's sizing herself up to see if she can fight Kurugugugu in a fight. This is what we wanted all this along. This is better. Watch this them is so fight. It breaks the barrier. Yeah, Kurugugugu smashes the barrier. Kurugugugu smash. Kurugugugu punches the barrier and a massive dent appears. Emmy backs off, holds out her hands and shields herself with a force field. Kurugugugu punches the barrier which begins to crack but the shield regenerates. Louis pulls out his revolver, aims directly at the barrier and shoots but the bullet bounces off the barrier and falls down into the void below. Boda channels his magic. My gun isn't working! Use your magic, Boda. Boda dispels the shield with his magic. And soils himself once again. <laughs> I'm sorry, pre jokes are funny. <laughs> what colour are your pants? They're, They're blue. blue. Do you, do you have a... Blue at the front. No, I'm wearing a diaper underneath. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you have like a wand that's He's like got a big saggy nappy. <laughs> yeah. With like the black and the white. But it looks gross. It's like sagging at the end. His <laughs> wand has like a sag to it. <laughs> My gun isn't working. Use your magic to dispel the shield, Boda. Hudida <laughs> raises his hands and begins reciting a verse in an unknown language. <laughs> the barrier disappears. Boda faints and falls backwards off the ridge. Louis catches him. No, Boda! Okay, and then you say, you, ah! ah! you say thanks, Boda. Ah, thanks, Boda. You the, did it. The barrier quickly reappears. Oh, no! Oh! You aim your gun at the barrier and shoot, and the bullet bounces off. Louis draws his revolver and shoots several bullets into the barrier. Can just replace oh my god, fan art. You have, no, 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 fan art. You have a bondolier of revolvers. Because that's the second <laughs> revolver. In there. It's like, if the first one was empty, so that's your third revolver. I love that I've got a Tommy gun arm that's so. apparently out of ammo. So I just <laughs> use my only good arm to shoot all my spare revolvers. While my gorilla friend breaks through the crack in the barrier to attack Emmy. We've created an opening, we've got to, we've got to use it. Yeah. Could I go, 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 smash the barrier and I'll attack it with my Tommy gun. Emmy puts her hands on the barrier and you hear a cracking sound and look over to see the barrier is still there. Emmy laughs, <laughs> and points at your gun, this which bitch. just fell out of your hand. Oh, she no! She Wait, out of which your gun? Hand. I don't know. You pick it up, but realize it's broken and the trigger had just moved back and forth without firing. Emmy notices this too and laughs. I guess that gun's... The only gun without any backups, right? <laughs> well, she's cracking one line as this AI is getting smart. Oh. So that must have been your Tommy gun. He said, I guess that's your only gun without backups. So you have the bondolier of revolvers. So she broke your Tommy gun arm, mate. Oh, no. Uh, I think I'm going to have to try. A boat is going to have to you try have to teleport behind in, her. into the sun. I will. Okay. I guess that's the only gun without any backups, right? I smile and say, at least my back isn't exposed as Boda teleports behind her, freezing her in place or something. I like need it. This is me. You see Boda teleport behind Emmy as you say. At least my back isn't exposed 
Did it work? Uh-oh. Is this freaking AI gonna protect Emmy to the end of the earth again? <laughs> Out of the corner of your eye, you spot Boda attempting to teleport behind Emmy. Emmy looks at you in surprise as you slam your elbow into her nose Ooh. and blood squirts out. She staggers backwards. That's a child. Yes. You, you look over the she ridge. She had it coming. You look over the ridge and see several people on the beach with torches heading towards you. Emmy recovers from your hit, raises her hand, which starts to glow. Burn! She, I just changed the voice again. She says, and you see a fireball coming straight at you. I block the fireball. Kuruguru jumps in front Kuru, of the fireball. Kuruguru! No! no! <laughs> <laughs> Kurugugugu jumps in front of the fireball. It pushes him back several feet and he lands with a thud. You see a few singes of, of his fur where the fireball made contact. He shakes off the hit, gets up, roaring at the witch. <laughs> Emmy screams as several villagers grab her. Fight back! Kurugugugu charges for Emmy as the villagers restrain her. Yeah! her into this universe. <laughs> Wait, wait, Adrian what is... Okay, I, I know I know you want to... I know Boda wants to teleport her into the sun, but if instead Boda imbues Kurugugugu with the strength to throw her into the sun, isn't that kind of the same thing? Yeah, or, or I could... Then you both get to achieve that together. Yeah, let's do it. So you see Boda imbue Kurugugugu... With impossible strength. With impossible strength. As Kurugugugu grabs and throws... Emmy into the sun. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Good. Boda points at Kurugugugu, and you see him grow much larger in size as his muscles turn to steel. I say, <gasps> Kurugugugu charges for Emmy as Emmy screams in terror. You see Kurugugugu pick up Emmy with ease as he begins to swing her around like a club, flinging her into the back. Yes. Flinging her into the barrier. Emmy grabs the barrier as she tries to stop herself from going further. So he's like throwing her. <laughs> she's hit her own magical barrier. <laughs> she's like holding, holding on to it. Holding on so she doesn't into the sun. We watch as Kurugugugu throws Emmy into the sun and she can't resist. <laughs> you watch Emmy be thrown into the sun as the barrier dissipates from the incredible force of the throw. The villagers begin running back as the barrier disappears and you look up and see Emmy's broken body flying into the sun. <coughs> it worked! The villagers stare in awe at the sight of this. You look at Boda, who gives you a big smile. Yes! Good! Your turn! <laughs> you see several soldiers coming down from their position on the ridgeline. Boda points at each soldier as they go flying into the ocean, screaming all the way. <laughs> you will all fly! <laughs> yes! You hear a helicopter approaching from the distance. Boda teleports it into the sun. <laughs> Give me one teleport into the sun. <laughs> Boda might be the villain they, of the sequel. You take over the island instead. No, Boda's going to become your friend now. It's fine. Okay, I freaking hope so. Or he might teleport me into the sun. No, no, not with friends. You stare in horror as Boda goes into a rampage and teleports the helicopter into the sun. Boda points at the helicopter as it disappears into a fireball <laughs> and you hear the screams of horror from the villagers as they see their loved ones disappearing into the sun. Yes. Boda... <laughs> This strange alien character is on a rampage. He just wants to disappear people into the sun. Boda charges towards them as they break and run. You watch them run back towards town as you see the helicopter pilot falling from the craft. He watches it disappear into the sun before looking at the villagers running away from Boda. The pilot turned towards you 
looks at you and starts to head your way. And then he hits the ground because he's falling out of a helicopter. And can I? I'm Boater, and I don't. I, I want to say, Boater turns laughing from the villagers and says, "Let's all have a party." <laughs> Let's just see what it does with that. I'm and then trying, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase it. I'm really terrified of this Boda guy. <laughs> Boda is everyone's friend. He's the only alien I've ever met, and he has really, really, really tenuous sanity. <laughs> and you're still a giant. What is, is Kuroguchi? This is the most moral. I'm a gangster, and he is the most morally great character I've ever met. <laughs> Boda. <laughs> You calm Boda down and convince him to make peace with the villagers as you celebrate the downfall of the evil witch Emmy. Boda's rage turns to happiness as he begins laughing. <laughs> Boda points at the pilot as he flies into the sky out of reach. Food! Boda yells, pointing towards the escaped villagers. You watch as Boda chases them down and eats them, growling all the way. <laughs> <laughs> but with happiness. Laughing, you, you tell Boda, Oh, you're incorrigible. <laughs> you silly alien creature. Boda comes what back. a whimsical day this is. <laughs> Boda comes back with several limbs in his mouth and lays on the ground next to you. I usually go for Italian food, but bottoms up. <laughs> you join the I think base. we end it. I think we're all having a people feast. Can I think we, we're the bad we guys. The, I think we they were the all feast. trying to stop us and we were no, the bad guys. Emil, Emmy was evil. What they didn't realize is that we were a greater evil. Yeah. <laughs> you join in on the feast with Boda. I want to see what happens. Yeah. Hey, it actually came up with Quest Complete. Yay! Are you serious? Yeah. You join in on the feast with, with Boda. You watch as several of the villagers from Null move into your town. You sit by the fire with Kurugugugu as several Null villagers arrive. Not all of them are happy to be here, but you convince them that this is the best option for them. <laughs> your new village is built and it's time to focus on your magic again. You miss your pillar. You miss your what? Pila. Is that your mum? <laughs> your what? Pila. P-I-L-A. Can you re type changes? Yeah. Just change the P to a H. And it's all connected. <laughs> you miss your healer. So who is healer? Healer's a friend we knew who Emmy just murdered and mm. trapped on an island. We were avenging them. We were avenging healer. I, I love that. I don't know what happened, but I love that. It's all connected. And that's it. So we, what, are, what, what are our conclusions that we draw from that? Well, I think that Healer went missing on an island with the evil witch, Emmy, who trapped Healer in some kind yeah. of nightmare cycle, and we got revenge Why? for it. So what's the next step? Because we've done the prank, we convinced... We, it worked as a DM to a character. Yeah, it as an intermediary. It worked as a DM to a party, to a scenario. We gotta, we gotta see if we can do a full campaign. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'd be keen to do that. I would probably go with the scenario option and put a lot more detail in it. Yeah. Like, like I the think that's the one. next step. Is we write in a story. You fill the world with characters and like geography, well, okay. and we create likable characters. We try to play an action yeah. campaign. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Right, I'm impressed. That went well. I was, I'm actually impressed. Way. It was a uproarious time. It was a lot of Your fun. Your roleplay was fantastic. Oh, <laughs> Just Fantastic. I think it's it's very much a, like, I'm with friends and want to do something sort of silly sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. I think it's a lot of fun. If we had alcohol, that <sighs> would be, like, times ten, and that's it all My night. head hurts. We've my got literacy all would be worse. Covered. Yeah. I, my head hurts from laughing, so, like, that was good. I couldn't do that yeah. for longer. Well done, AR Dungeon. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think uh, subscribe to see a future video where we push it further and let us know what to try. Also, this video gets 5,000 likes and the top comment of what the artwork should be will be commissioned as and, an artwork. And Thanks for watching, guys. That's the way the wind blows.
Gordon! Oh! <laughs> Bye.